Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session. This is your opportunity to be as prepared as we as we possibly can uh, for these market conditions over the course of the trading day. Um, now, we're, we're dealing with some quite um, uh, sort of convoluted market conditions at the moment. There's um, there's arguments kind of for and against most moves. Um, probably the most interesting move that we've seen really is probably in the bond markets. Um, now there's a bit of bit of capital coming out of the yen, but um, and we did have a, a a a good move in the end yesterday across the U.S. indices. So let's go in and we'll break all this down and we'll see where we're at with these markets and we'll see how we'll position ourselves accordingly. So if we can start as we always do with our risk warning. Um, good morning for those of you joining us live um, and uh, those of you joining us via via our one of our podcasts. You're very welcome to be with us. Um, so let's get into it then. Uh, our risk warning currently up on screen. And just as a quick introduction, um, what do all profitable traders need to consider? And these are things that you need to consider, obviously, each and every time you get to your trading desks. You know, trade selection, what markets um, would we need to be looking at? And hopefully you'll have a decent understanding in terms of why you're looking to trade those markets. Where do you then want to enter those markets? What price presents... Uh, a, a high probability opportunity from a, a risk reward perspective. Um, what opportunity, uh, you know, is kind of screaming out at us to get to get into? Those are the types of trades that are often your most profitable trades. Where do you then want to exit those markets? So, and, and it works hand in hand with your ability to manage risk. Try to determine your risk prior to entry. Um, you know, how how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? What decisions do you need to make um, to be, uh, I suppose, consistently profitable? Uh, and trading psychology, massive term. We could spend hours and hours and hours talking about each of these, of course. Um, there's a, there's an awful lot to it. Um, but just, just so you know, we, we discuss a lot of these things every single day practically uh, in our live trade rooms. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in your approach, being disciplined with your own capital. Uh, and there's times to be patient and there's times to be a bit, bit more aggressive. So patience is important as well. Okay, let's get straight into it then. Um, we've had a, an interesting, well, it's not that surprising to know that um, inflation in the UK is is higher than expected. It's it's pretty much like that everywhere. Um, but we've we've just had the uh, CPI annual numbers um, expecting 6% came in above expectation. That's been the, that's been the general um, response from probably this time last year, just elevated inflation, um, you know, from kind of 1%. Um, and we're now up at 6%. So that's a sizable overshoot um, on inflation. The cost of living is going up. That presents big problems. And later on, we're going to get the annual budget release. So we're going to see how the government are going to try and support that that increased cost of living. Um, so that's uh, we'll have a look carefully at the pound. Um, we've got um, today. We've got the Fed chair and the governor of the Bank of England due to participate in a. In a panel discussion um, titled "Emerging Challenges for Central Bank Governors in a Digital World," um, interesting kind of topic. So we'll be hearing from that. These are well; these are rated as probably high um, 
high impact news events. So we'll see if that's the case. Crude oil inventories, um, expecting a negative number. Um, a negative number can broadly support price. A, a positive number, it's a bit counterintuitive, but a positive number could potentially uh, mean just uh, a buildup of inventories and uh, less demand perhaps on the price of oil. And we can see a bit of softening in price quite often, but it, it doesn't always, price action doesn't respond accordingly all the time with, with these inventories number. It's just a, broadly, it's a, it's a crude indicator. No pun intended there, um, being crude oil. Um, okay, so um, so that's basically it. Uh, tomorrow we've got some more central banks. We've got German manufacturing and services numbers. So um, so let's see how these markets have been impacted. Uh, good morning, guys. I uh, hope you're all well. Um, so so let's get uh, let's get this up on screen. We'll start with risk. Um, it's important to see where the flow of capital is moving to if, if there's an appetite for risk or if there's not an appetite for risk. And that's likely to present some decent opportunities in either way. The last couple of days up until yesterday afternoon, it was pretty sort of sideways. It was kind of erratic, but there was this um, sort of four-day, very, very bullish move prior to it. And what, what this was able to do for a relatively short period is kind of create a bit of a short-term support resistance level and yesterday afternoon we, we broke above that with, with considerable conviction um so we're in the s p to the upside um we are eventually we kind of had to be quite patient with it um but we're also in uh the um the nasdaq so we got a nice a nice elevated move uh in in these two markets we are kind of running into resistance levels, um, but if we kind of have a look, those resistance levels are probably more important for the for the Nasdaq. We're in a bit of a bullish trend at the moment, so um, we can probably see further upside in the S and P. So um, all we're really doing, if you look at these markets on a small time frame, just overnight, we're just trading between a 10 point uh, range in this market. So really nothing to get uh, too excited about just yet. And uh, we had to wait, you know, considerable periods yesterday before we got any move. The same may be the case. So we'll certainly look at the S&P, S&P to the upside above the 45.25 level. So let's see if there's risk um, across the board. Only a, a very soft and very mild move um, above the highs yesterday for the Dow Jones. Um, so I suppose we picked the two, the two better ones. Um, I suppose it's worth it's worth just commenting on the the situation with the bond markets. Um, we're getting into this inverted yield curve environment, um, which has very strong recessionary um, impacts potentially, um, and. I mean, we look at sort of a, a longer term um, yield. Uh, this is your 10 year treasury note. Elevated levels were up to 2.39. But if you look at the smaller, um, there's not too much in the, um, the, the yield in these markets. And this is your short term. This is tying your capital up for two years. 
um, and you're just getting just a little bit less, uh, 2.16. And I think that was elevated yesterday above that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, we're at these highs. Yeah, 169. Okay. So it's getting very close between the 10-year the yield uh, actually uh, being lower potentially than the two-year yield. And that just basically implies um, kind of a distortion in, in financial markets and um, something that the, a lot of commentators are, have been talking about for quite some time, this inverted yield curve and what that means for the economy. It's not good news for the economy. Um, and we've already seen an inverted yield curve against the three-year, five-year, and seven-year, I believe. Um, so we're just waiting to see if the if the two-year um, overshoots the ten-year. So um, that's really bad news for the economy. It's bad news for financial markets, and we saw really strong positive news. So therein lies the dilemma for for us traders at the minute. We have potentially positive price action with a backdrop which is really still quite negative so we've just got to be a little bit more careful about our approach in in these circumstances so we're not holding out for out and out you know bullish price action we very well may roll over and we could be back down you know 500 points in, in no time so that that's kind of the environment which we're looking at the uk's inflation rise um, we probably have uh, just just completing the the, the analysis of, of risk and, and and the indice markets. So a little bit of softness creeping in so far today. We're still in this trade, expecting further upside, but probably only technically. Um, so we've gapped higher in markets like the FTSE, and we've kind of rolled over uh, off the back of um, higher than expected inflation. Um, and the similar situation really with the DAX, we didn't really get above that level yesterday, which we were looking to, but we've gapped higher and now we've pretty much closed that gap. Um, and the Nikkei is uh, is benefiting from, I mean, further upside. Further upside in a, in a recently kind of bearish market condition. So, um, so broadly, just a little bit of positivity uh, as we've kind of seen over the last week or so. So um, we can expect further upside then. That could be our, our initial expectation. Um, oil, we saw that roll over yesterday. Didn't really do much then. It sort of settled around the, the $109 level. Today, we're trading inside previous highs and lows. Perhaps we wait and see what happens to oil now at this stage. Um, similar situation in, uh, in gold. There's really not a huge amount to work with uh, just yet. course any questions guys feel free to post them um, into the chat box <clears throat> there's your sideways moving pattern um, and really we can probably be patient and wait for either a constructive break to the downside or our sort of further upside probably above 1949 so we can we can afford to be a little bit patient so there's yesterday's move in the end, um, in, in the pound yen. And uh, certainly overnight, we've, we've kind of peaked. Um, in fact, creating, again, a, a floor and ceiling or support and resistance. And we're going to see um, 
there might be a selling opportunity below 160.38. Um, we're running into these these highs in here just below. So just um, just a comment on the. So we we saw these breaks yesterday. Um, we didn't really kick on too much in those opportunities. Let's look at the dollar yen. So a lot of this move is uh, has really benefited from these these kind of higher yields type environment where traders and investors are searching for kind of higher yield uh, over longer terms so there's this exchange of um of yen to dollars and it's it's kind of benefiting the the dollar yen bit of hesitation up at these highs um so far let's have a look at the dollar so yesterday we had a strong reversal trade so the dollar was broadly weak against most markets uh, not so much against the yen that's got its own sort of micro market to it um the dollar swiss um ended up really not doing anything yesterday over the course of the day um so we did like the the canadian the aussie and the new zealand uh to strengthen and that's basically what we saw i suppose trading wise our focus yesterday was a little bit more on the indices and um, we're still in the euro dollar to the downside that's got more potential uh, for to see further lowers, lower moves. So if we got into the the CAD, the Aussie, and the New Zealand, we would have been um, hedging our our euro dollar trade. So actually, our we would. I mean, with, with the situation going on in, in Europe and and how things can escalate, there's a bit of a, a bit of a pause, I guess, um, in in more recent negativity. But we do expect this market further to the downside, and and that that prevailed over these little short term, well, sell opportunity in the dollar CAD, but the buying opportunity in the Aussie dollar and the New Zealand, uh, and we've kind of retraced a little bit of yesterday's move now already. So mild dollar strength. Um, it could imply, you see, these markets are, they're not really doing too much just yet. So we're, we're in transition at the moment. Um, if this market, if the, if the US indices, if they started selling off, it would certainly support the dollar trade. Um, so we've got quite a few markets that we we often like to trade continuation so that's what what some of these moves give us like the euro yen it gives us that continuation trade so what's concerning us here in the euro yen is we have previous price action you know creating lower highs and um to the downside whoops yeah, to the downside, we've got lower lows. Um, and then we're able to put in this low down here, which is quite an extreme low. Uh, if you think about it, it's just a, a really strong. But then we we reversed pretty aggressively uh, to the upside. So, so straight away, that that's that's not, not really what you want to see. You don't want to see a really sizable move, a 300-bit move, followed by a 300-bit reversal. And then we 
kind of hung around this little zone here for a little while, consolidating, which is what you'd expect. These are all levels of, of resistance. But then we just reversed with, with extreme volatility. We hung around this little zone here and saw further upside. But what we've done is we've, we've actually created a, a brand new high. So we didn't get, you know, some normality in terms of what we're seeing. We actually saw, uh, and yesterday was the confirmation of the, the move uh, above the monthly high. And the whole price action, it just makes us a bit more uncomfortable. So if you're wondering why we're not jumping into to this little move, it's, it's, it's a difficult trade for us. Um, it's not market conditions. It's not a setup that we, we like. Um, we like markets to, to behave and act as per our expectations, not the other way around. And those trades don't really fall into that. So we're in the euro dollar to the downside. This is a, a level of resistance. Um, today could be quite a volatile day for the um, for the pound. We might just need to be a little bit tentative today. See whether see where the flow of capital is moving to. Where that flow of capital is moving to the euro yen, just up with those highs, the pound yen. Right, we're, we're just sort of trying to interpret yesterday's price action, which is a little bit counterintuitive um, uh, in, in some places. And now we're looking to see do we get continuation in those trades or do we get further sort of erratic price action? That's our dilemma. Right, we're going to need to make a decision. We need to see a little bit more. So this further yen weakness is probably marginally the, the well, no, there's no doubt that the yen is by far the weakest trade. So let's have a little bit more of a focus really on the, the yen pairs. Okay. So, okay. So we're going to add, so the S&P is pushing higher and we're seeing some capital come out of the yen uh, even further, which at least it does kind of fit our overall view. So the dollar yen looking to buy this above the 121.90, uh, sorry, 29, 121.29. The euro yen looking to buy this above the one, 133.80. 
and we'll also have a look at the pound yen looking to get into this above the 161 161.08 okay so further upside um or let's say further yen downside that's what we're looking for uh, so it's a continuation trade basically off the back of sorry let's let's change the pound yen above yesterday's high 160.91 right so let's put this uh this trade plan together then so yesterday we were looking at potential dollar strength we didn't really get it we got a really really big move in in the euro yen um and we didn't really get much movement out of oil so not really uh and i suppose the biggest play yesterday was probably in the u.s indice markets where we saw you know a nice move to the upside so let's amend today's trade plan um So we might get more dollar strength today, but really it's about um, it's about mild risk on. Yeah, mild risk on, and what that applies is you'd look to see some capital move towards your equity markets, which is what we've got, and also uh, capital continuing to come out of markets like your safe havens, like your yen. So at least this trade plan is a little bit more coherent than perhaps the last, I'd probably say the last week, actually, to be fair. So let's put this up on the screen. Looking to buy the S&P above um, the 45, 25. So we're already in that trade. So we'll be looking carefully at that. This is, this is kind of what we'd want to see, really. Um, but we need those markets to continue to push higher. So that, that could be really our focus. Dollar yen, looking to buy above the dollar yen, um, above yesterday's high, 121.29. We'll just put the euro yen, looking to buy above the 133.80. Um, one sixty point nine one. Um, sorry, pound yen to buy above the one sixty ninety one level. So that's our trade plan for the day. I'm going to post this into the chat box for those of you attending live. Um, so obviously you can you can take that away if you need. And. Uh, so our trade plan for today is we're looking for sort of fairly mild uh, risk on market conditions. So we're not out and out aggressive in these trades, but we are tentatively looking for these opportunities. So we're looking to buy the S&P uh, above the 45.25 level, which is yesterday's high. And then we're looking for yen weakness. So the dollar yen looking to, for continuation to the upside to buy above the 121.29. The euro yen looking to buy above the 133.80 and the pound yen to buy above the 160.91.
So it has a bit of a theme and a bit of logic to it, hopefully. Okay, then. Um, so on that note, we'll let you guys go. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, we'll be switching rooms now and going to our live trade room where we'll be looking to um, apply this uh, trade plan um, in, in a lot more detail. Uh, so please, uh, if there's any questions, uh, feel free to post them into the chat box. For those of you uh, perhaps joining us via our, our podcast, you can you can also contact us. If you do have any information about anything covered, um, you feel free to contact us at support at thelivetraderoom.com and uh, myself or one of my colleagues will get back to you uh, as soon as we can. So we're happy to answer any questions that you might have. So look, on that note, we'll let you guys go. Thanks very much for joining us. Um, we'll be back again, obviously, with a session tomorrow. Um, but we do trade markets live every day Know, fully live and interactive uh, for our members and uh, you can now become a member of the live trader for just $29 a month it's quite comprehensive education um, there's a uh, there's loads of little trading tools uh, and we do trade the European open from 8 a.m. and the the US trading session from 12 30 p.m. all of these are UK times so just be mindful of that so for more information, just go to livetraderoom.com and um, there's a chat function there. And if you've got any questions, you can feel free to ask us. So on that note, take care. We'll see you back again tomorrow for everyone here. Bye for now.